0: This is Peter Walsh with M&R. Scott Ritter with the Decorated Parallax. Expo. This is Ben Landisman with Lawson Screen and Digital Products.
1: This is Deborah Sexton. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 Hosted by Terry Combs and Aaron Montgomery. All right, well, welcome to the show. It is Thursday night, April 21st, 2022.
0: Uh, I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at TerryCombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at oursuccessgroup.com. And as you see, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Eric Campbell (laughs) here with us. So, uh, Eric, you can find him over at ericcampbell.com, and we'll get to him in just one second. But first, awesome stuff happening tonight. We're really excited, Uh, as you can see. Terry and I are in. Now, this is not like the old days where we used to travel, and we we literally were in the same hotel room. My wife and kid will be in here with me. Terry's in another room, but. He came and joined me here in our room for the Two Rather Guys podcast tonight. Where we're talking about being a road warrior, <laughs> i.e., what we're all doing right now. We're all out on the road, as you can tell. Eric's also in a hotel room, and uh, we're going to be telling about, you know, how do you tend to your business while you're on the road? Some tips, <laughs> travel tips, some things that uh, I'm learning here today. Apparently, because my <laughs> wife and son are actually over across the street at the store buying something we forgot, and. Uh, also, you know, when you're attending and working these trade shows, how how does that work? And and just anything that Road Warrior related, I think, is what we're trying to hit here today. So that sounds like a good time tonight, guys. Absolutely. And since it's an after yeah. hour show, we are having beers. Cheers. Cheers. Well, some of us are. Cheers. Uh, I'm not Cheers. here <laughs> yet.
2: <laughs> Maybe post show I'll go out and get my own beer. I don't have the see, I don't have the hotel bar this time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. no, Yeah, I'll you are in another today. hotel. So Different hotel across the road. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, Eric, how
0: are you doing tonight, sir?
2: Doing all right. Uh, Happy to have gotten my long class done. You guys know I do the three and a half hour long digitizing class on the Thursday before DAX starts, and I got that in and had a full house. So completely sold out, full house today. Uh, Nice to see everybody out and learning and had tons of great questions. So if you were in on that class, thank you for coming. That was awesome. So lots Good. of new digitizers coming out with hopefully a solid foundation of information that I tried to give them over that three and a half hours, which went yeah. long, by the way. So uh, sorry folks.
1: What are you saying? Are you shocked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you Ken, that can't that doesn't sound right at all. I did <laughs> give
2: them breaks. It wasn't like torture, no crimes were committed. They did get to get up <laughs> once in a while, <laughs> <and> breathe. <laughs> but yep, there was definitely a lot of information shared in a short amount of time. I may well, say any
1: presenter out there. Uh, it's going to say three and a half hours. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a, that's a, a big time span to fill. You know, those hour and 20 minute ones, it's pretty easy to kind of speed up or slow down, you know, to, to make it all work But three and a half hours. You got to have a lot of content.
2: Well, and frankly, you either are under or over. I, I was pretty close to the line on this one, but there was stuff I planned to put in that I pulled at the last minute. Uh, Like I always find out when I do something introductory, I feel like I want to teach everybody all of the foundations of something they need to do. But I have since found out I can't make anyone a perfect digitizer in three hours. I I would love for that to happen. I wish I could have had that when I was younger. But... If anybody could learn best. it
1: all in three and a half hours, everybody'd be a digitizer. right?
2: <laughs> true, true. Wouldn't yeah. be worth very much then. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, still, yeah. I did my best, folks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you always put together a uh, novel-sized uh, batch of notes that, and then the the slides that go along with it. So uh,
2: that was yeah. part of the call this morning. Uh, the The conversation we had before the show, Scott comes up and tells me I'm sold out, and I can't remember who else was there. but somebody said? Oh, we'll just print up some more handouts and we'll uh, ha- we'll go ahead and sell out more seats. We got more seats, and he said no. <laughs> I realize it's because if you print out another one of my handouts, that is actually a cost. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, Dex is losing money on this.
2: <laughs> might be depends on how, when you print it <laughs> and how. Uh, they really are fairly thick. I mean, I, I put out an ebook level handout for each one of my. Book- <laughs> so, yeah, e <laughs> hey. It's possible. It's possible. Okay. Uh, Hey man, it's part of my brand. <laughs> yeah, there you
0: go. All right, well, let's uh, check in with some of the regulators here. Uh, we had Chuck checking in with us earlier before we got on. Yes, uh, good me. evening, Chuck. And uh, SBS will be same time tomorrow morning. Nine o'clock. I'm going to do it in the booth right before the show nice. starts tomorrow morning. So um, I'm looking forward to doing that. And then uh, Cindy, good evening. And then uh, Kim Johnson. Coming in from sunny and hot Arizona. What what was the temperature when you left? It was 99 yesterday. Wow. Uh, I'm not sure what top, what it was uh, when I left this morning, but
1: yeah, it was, it's it's toasty. It,
0: it is toasty. It's,
1: wow. it's it's summer. It's yeah. summer in Arizona. We have summer as as many of the uh, regulars know. We have summer. We have Uber summer, and then we go right into
0: summer. In Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember all that. So. <laughs> all right. And then we've got, uh, I'm just going to make an assumption because Todd's the only one I know that uh, can't seem to figure out how to get Facebook to work, but um, Facebook user or FU, as Todd says, standing for Facebook user. Uh, here we go, Todd. Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers Todd. Yep. I, I think he
1: probably enters it as Facebook user now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, You get the extra
1: <laughs>
2: shout out and attention. Why not?
0: Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to check it. Uh, go ahead to Chuck's comment here real quick because, yes, I just realized I screwed up. It's not tomorrow, Saturday morning before the show It's oh, Small Business Saturday yeah. at yeah. same time, 9 a.m. Central time. So thank you for clarifying, Chuck. I forgot. It, it feels like Friday because we're having beers and two regular guys, you know, kind yeah, of used yeah, exactly. to that. Right. So, um, all right. So let's see. We got Rich checking in. Kim Johnson, sad. Some of us had to stay behind and work and not be able to go to Dax. So. Sure. She also, in all caps, a so shocker that we're having beers.
1: So.
0: <laughs> OK. Well, uh, yeah. As well, usual, no one's surprised. Kim Kim has to work, all right? me <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, cool. We get to see Michelle on
2: Saturday. Excellent. Awesome.
0: Looking forward to that. And Ree, good evening.
2: Christine, hello.
0: How are you tonight?
2: Good to see you. Yep, definitely missing Christine at the show. Often here, yeah. but uh, always glad to see her. Sad we couldn't see her this time. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. So uh, we didn't have a whole lot of news items you know, short turn and, and everything going on, getting out of here to DAX and whatnot. So uh, if you guys have anything to share, please feel free to pop it in the chat there and let us know what's going on. I know, uh, like, for example, Christine has got uh, applique getaway coming up soon. So we're happy to share about that and always a great event going on out there. So um, all that happening we have a i think this is a fantastic dad joke myself i i really enjoyed it so it is a dad joke it is a, a dad dad <laughs> joke right it's a dad gum dad joke right is that, <laughs> <how's> that? <laughs> um so this is yeah. from uh, Kristen schneider from the thread designs inc and uh real quick before i get to her dad joke though i did just want to give her a shout out as well Kristen. i she has um, volunteered to help out at the skills usa conference in june nice. uh, so she's going to be a well judge she just, uh, sent me an email yesterday that she's got her flight booked and uh, i'm so excited to have her i really appreciate that i've got about five judges lined up i could use two or three more so if you're interested in that please reach out to me um aaron at two regular guys is fine or however you can find me anywhere uh, i don't care how you how you reach out just reach out and we can figure out um if that's right for you it's june 22nd 23rd at the uh what is it called georgia world congress center is the name of it so they you guys have eric have you been to georgia world congress center no, no i have not I have not uh, you you've uh, been obviously many times for sgia mm-hmm. or printing united or right not. right um so skills usa is going to be taking up all three of their halls holy cow that's a huge building massive building in fact uh we were talking at the the, um we the people that run it had us out for kind of a walkthrough and um they were talking about the fact that of the hotel blocks that are available there in the downtown area that they will be taking up 90 to 95 percent of the hotel blocks wow (laughs) so anyhow, really cool and really appreciate Kristen. So, it's, it's
1: right by the CNN building, as I recall. Is, it is. Um, the CNN Plus building, I think, is up
0: for rent. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's, a, so, it's not quite as active over there nowadays. So.
2: There's <laughs> yeah. your salient news point that CNN had to yes, shutter so CNN Plus because right, yeah, people didn't want more, she, more CNN. Uh, even <laughs> CNN people didn't want more CNN. Uh, right. What I will say is it's a good thing to remember as we're talking about presenting things for shows. Uh, remember your audience and make sure they want the thing you're selling. You aren't your own audience right <laughs> so, yeah, exactly always remember yeah very very important
1: hey they only spent 30 million no 300 million dollars uh setting it up for
2: what a month you know <laughs> <a> second, <laughs> drop, drop in the bucket yeah uh, all right so well dad joke time
0: well are we ready we're
1: ready for this dad time joke. to hear
2: it okay go this, is, it.
1: this is one of those you kids get up my lawn kind of dad joke yeah i like it, I like it. all <laughs> right <laughs> so Why can't a bicycle stand up by itself and needs a kickstand? Why can't a bicycle stand up by itself because it's too tired? (laughs) Uh, I'm groaning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're ready for your comments. (laughs) Bring them. My comment says, You kids get off my lawn. Uh,
2: once again, so we know who to blame. Thanks to Kristen (laughs) from Threat Design (laughs) Sake. (laughs) <laughs> for that joke. And you got to see me grow.
1: Right. <laughs> <us. laughs> we just read the news. We don't, we don't, we don't create. The news. <laughs> kind of like a bunch of Ron this Burgers here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we jump in though, we want to thank everybody for checking out the two regular guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests. So if you or anyone you know would like to join us, go to Calendly.com slash two, the number two, regular guys, and uh, share your show ideas. If you are listening to us on the podcast version of the show, we'll have to explain to you. Yes, we're drinking beers. You won't be able to see us. <laughs> and uh, and uh, please tell all of your friends uh, who, so they can become regulators, too. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast. We are everywhere. So if you give us reviews on that, that helps the two regular guys and Eric. <laughs> if you're watching this live right now, please join in with your comments and questions and and uh, tell us your road warder stories.
0: Yes, yeah, we're, we're definitely looking forward to interacting with you guys. As you can tell, we're looking to have some fun tonight, but we also want to share some good information. And, and we know you guys have been out on the road. You know, we get a lot of time out on the road. In fact, I give Terry a hard time about, you know, we're finally getting back to his pictures of the wings and the, the cocktail at the... <laughs>
2: but uh, suffice it to say the road where your stuff is starting to carry on. And the joke that I think Aaron was talking about at the time uh, was that we are happy to go back and see that we've got uh, Terry's pictures of his cocktails. He usually gives us a little airport bar update as he first gets going. Uh, But like I said, one of the things we deal with are the things you've just seen here. When you're on the road, things can go wrong. Things can kind of fall apart for you. So what we're going to talk about today, or at least I might end up talking about if Terry and Aaron don't get back, are the things that we have to do when we are on the road to kind of keep ourselves put together. And yes, Cindy, they did indeed freeze. They, They disappeared, so I don't know what's going on with them. Hopefully they'll jump back on. If they don't, I guess you will be here with the one irregular guy uh, talking about some of the things I know about being on the road. And I know one of the things people talk about certainly is preparation the thing is you can't prepare for everything you have to expect the unexpected and unfortunately sometimes that happens on the road hotel internet uh, internet on the trade show floor is always something we deal with is the concept of having that on and connected and being able to rely on it is something you can't always put together for yourself and it's certainly expensive when you're uh, when you're showing when you're in a booth and i'll say i've managed to get a chance to do both things i've been lucky enough to Be at shows as an attendee, to present at shows as a presenter, as an educator, and to run booths. You guys may have seen me running uh, originally the Deco Network booth. I was in that booth for a couple different shows and also managed to run the booths to some degree at the DAC shows a couple times. So it has been something that certainly all of us handle. And I would say it is also universal to the process of like having to do shows where we're showing, where we're, we are selling, when we are working on presenting in any way, shape or form. So I think some of this stuff is fairly universal. Being prepared for the unexpected is just something you have to do. But we're going to see. It looks like we have Aaron and Terry back. I'm going to bring them on and see if we can get them back on screen because they have great road warrior stories. I'd like them to.
1: <laughs> we, we had to run downstairs and get some more beer.
2: <laughs> always like i said cindy says i think they just put a screen up and left to go party yeah that could have been a, i don't know i was ready ready for the prank but i will talk eric, at any break it doesn't matter
1: eric, i said <laughs> let's give uh, eric a heads up and aaron's like no oh, he's cool <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: got i can keep going yeah no, but yeah. here's the first yeah. thing i'm going to fully agree with christine on this one if we're talking about being on the road and what we have to do for ourselves, always have backups for your backups when it comes to Internet. Hotel and venue Internet can be awful. Not can be, are. They are awful. <laughs>
1: well, just two weeks ago, I remember I was uh, coming on uh, from California and about five minutes in, boom, everything shut down. <laughs>
2: And yeah. let me say this, if you are presenting something in your booth or in your presentation that needs internet, yeah, don't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> either, yeah, I don't I'll do say that. this, every yeah. time people were always claiming with me, they're like, oh, why are you getting these bills? Use a hotspot, use something else. Why are you paying for a convention center internet if you're presenting a booth? Uh, because a hardwired copper line is going to beat Wi-Fi all day long, every day. And if it is critical to what you do to have Yourself online, it's well worth it to have that if that's really critical to what you do. I was selling software, I had to be online. Now, I would say if you guys are selling apparel, you may or may not have to, and it might be worthwhile to have local videos and not expect that YouTube will be playing on the screen behind you. Um, <laughs> that is just something to remember, no matter what kind of thing you're presenting.
0: <laughs> All right, well, where are we at here? I, do you cover it? Are we done?
2: Can we? <laughs> it first? I mean, I talk fast, not that fast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's get into right. the topics. Let's talk about your road warrior stories. I know Aaron had some good stuff in the in the comments on the outline. I'd love to hear more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, well, first and foremost, yes, we are back on the road again. So it's kind of kind of cool. And and I was talking with somebody earlier today. And just about the fact that there is <laughs> seems to be a lot more going on. So you know, kind of making up for lost time, I think is, is kind of the sense that I get. I, you've been traveling a little bit, right? A little bit,
1: yeah. I've been doing a few shows, but just now really getting back to it. And and, and for anybody who's curious about, tra- about uh, flying, uh, I flew in from Phoenix today. <clears throat> no masks uh, required at Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix. Uh, no masks on the plane. And I I saw in the news yesterday that that the airport here in Chicago uh, O'Hare was going to still require masks. So people on the plane were like, do we we need to put a mask on to go out there or do we not? And we all just walked off the plane and and very few people in masks. I would say on the flight, maybe 20% of people still had masks on, uh, but easily, easily 80% without masks and happy about it. And flight attendants had big smiles on their faces. But hey, they might have been smiling for the last two years. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: So none of the flight attendants were wearing masks? Um, some uh, the one flight attendant did have a mask on, but the others did not. And, uh, um, you know, the, in my role, the gentleman next to me did not have a mask on. The gentleman by the window did. Uh, but, you know, it was uh, it, w- it was kind of nice not to. I mean, that's a long flight for me. Same for you, Eric, coming out of New Mexico. Yes, um, man that's a long time to be sitting there wearing a mask much less the people uh in their businesses who have to wear a mask all day long you know so um it was uh, unless it switches back and boy i i think it would be i think it would be a a revolution if if all of a sudden the government said oh no we've appealed you now you have to wear masks for two more weeks on airplanes so
0: i i don't see it happening Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out but um you know it, it is it it is kind of because you had talked about a you know different opinion right you've got people with masks on not uh, with with masks on it and, and people fall on both sides of that still and and so i think as we get back to traveling i think it's just going to take you know kind of letting people have have their space what what works for them you know we don't know their situation they don't know our situation and so um, hopefully. The cooler heads will prevail, but I'm sure there'll be some challenges to, to work out still.
1: Yeah. And I think it also, it depends on where you're from. You know, I, I'm, I'm from the free state of Arizona now. Aaron <laughs> used to be. And, and uh, so we haven't done much with masks for two years. So, I mean, you know, the airport was basically the only place I, where I had to wear a mask. Uh, every place else has been pretty open. Uh, the high school by me, I don't think they were closed for more than a few weeks. They, they've they been in, you know, the kids were all wearing their masks. I see them walk by by themselves going home with their backpack on, wearing their masks. <laughs> I think they're just so used to wearing yeah, them. Yeah.
0: But, uh, but you know, it's uh, yeah. Uh, Lewis would get in the car cause they would wear masks all day and it did become something that got used to. And, and you get in the car and he'd start talking we couldn't hear him and are we like, Hey, buddy, you still got your mask on? You can take it off now. He's like, "Oh, I didn't even know I had it on." Um, so, anyhow, we, we we didn't want to turn this into a conversation about masks. Just the fact that as we get back to travel, um, you know, some of these considerations are are going to be be there. So, um, well, you know,
1: this you know. this show last year, interestingly enough, um, when I checked into the hotel, nobody had masks on. The, the staff, no one had masks on. Yeah. The day the show opened, the next day, everybody including this the check-in staff had masks on i thought well i don't understand
0: what happened from yesterday to today yeah. to make that happen but yeah because when we when we were setting up we didn't but then the next day during the show there was definitely a lot of encouragement to have you yeah. know have masks on depending you know who was who was there apparently there was some uh, health officials that had stopped by and that may have been the reason that uh, things changed all of a sudden so well um, here, we're here in cook county too and they've they've
1: been pretty strict about uh about the covid uh restrictions here yeah so yeah
0: but here at dax all lifted so so let's get into some of these road warrior stories um and 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 uh, concepts like so a road
1: warrior story well no. okay
0: Sorry, let's, let's move <laughs> off of the COVID-related Road Warrior stories and into. <laughs> um, so I think one of the things that stands out for me, and, I, and I'm actually feeling it a little bit right now. And so I'm not really taking my own advice, <laughs> really, because um, I've got these two shows backed up, back to back here. And, and I kind of let stuff get away from me a little bit. Um, but sometimes when you go out and travel you end up getting behind in your work. Right. And, and so like, for example, I've always thought it was interesting that people that will take a vacation, you know, they've got a day job or whatever, and they actually take a vacation. I, I know that entrepreneurs, that's a joke. They're like, what? what's a vacation. But if you were somebody that was able to take a vacation <laughs> and then you had to come back and take a vacation from your vacation because you were so far behind. Right. And so, so that's, that's kind of the concept that I wanted to sh- talk a little bit about like, what do you do to make sure that you're you're prepared to leave and that when you're not available how do you how do you manage to you know not get overwhelmed when you come back you know go back on monday morning and just be like oh my god i want to bury myself because i've got 500 emails or whatever so what do you guys have any ideas or things that you do to make sure that you're kind of travel ready when it comes to the work that the normal day-to-day work I think if you're running
1: a, a business where people are walking through the door or you've got at least you have employees you, this comes right full circle around to learning how to delegate. Uh, I, when I was in college I worked at the college bookstore that was what it was called the college bookstore and the owner of the bookstore he and his family would go for two weeks every summer because you know the bookstore there's no, the school wasn't basically wasn't open. Um, they would go to the lake and, uh, and they'd rent a houseboat and be cut off from the world. Yeah. And his one rule was this, I don't want one note left on my desk. So in other words, figure it out while I'm gone yeah. just, I trust you to do this. And, uh, and I thought, you know, that I carried that my whole life. And, and I, I know I've told this story on the show before,
0: but no way.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. Where's Kim Saint shopper? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But uh, I I worked at a company once where I went on vacation, went back to Ohio to see family and came back. And one of the owners said to me, well, everything went so smoothly. I mean, you didn't even need to be here. And I said, you're welcome. He's like, "What? what do you mean? And I'm like, that's the way companies are supposed to run, like well-oiled machines, whether you're here or not. And that's because people who work here take responsibility for their jobs and they just do the job, whether I'm standing there saying, Hey, do your job or not. So it, it it starts way before you get on the plane or get in your car and go to an event. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all the It's all the preparation of of running a business. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what are your, uh, your thoughts on this? I I think let's also see if we can tackle this from the side (laughs) of, I don't have employees, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no. And I'm going to say, certainly, as someone who's frequently been in the position where my position can't be delegated or has something particular about it that doesn't delegate well, I'll I'll just say uh, that the portion of it that we have to deal with there is really about preparation for the people who are there and clarity. Clarity with the people who are going to contact us, with our customers, with other people in our business, where we say, this is when I'm going to be out. We make this clear. We warn them ahead of time. We have placements ahead of time where we're going to say all right this is what i'm doing last time to have me deal with something with you is at this point i will be out of office for these days entirely and admittedly while we're on the road we do need to make a little bit of time for work hours there should just be some office hours that are done on the road these days especially after the pandemic it is hard to say that the informational part of your job i mean you're not bringing a press with your an embroidery machine into the hotel room but you do have your entire office on a laptop and sometimes even on your phone. Answering quick messages that don't require you to be in front of everything that you own in your shop or all of your information should be able to be done. And if we have informational workflow going on, either a central system for all of information or everything on, uh, like I said, on storage that is available to be accessed from anywhere we are. There's little reason why we can't answer an email if it really is an emergency, but we should put those things into process ahead of time and share with people. Uh, One of the things I know that we do in Brilliance, too, is we run an events calendar that everyone is subscribed to. You know when someone's at an event. We know what days they're on. We also know literally like things like what I do here where I'm teaching. You know which hours I will absolutely not talk to you if the world is on fire. Uh, And that is what we're going to establish ahead of time. And we fill these things out months in advance. Um, It's not something I'm always great at right now. I feel guilty because as soon as you said, you were talking about tasks getting done before you left. I'm like, I'm counting up in my head, the tasks that I probably should have gotten done that are going to get delayed. (laughs) But that's also reasonable that sometimes there will be small delays around this stuff, being clear with people about it and letting them know ahead of time, at least helps you to avoid kind of bad feelings and honestly just poor expectations from people who just don't understand there's always going to be cranks who don't get that you have to go somewhere but when you are gone if they know where you are and when you'll be back it's a lot better than if they don't yeah yeah yeah
0: and the other thing too uh, that i'll add to that is especially in a scenario where you're solopreneur and and you're looking in that side of things you know some of the the real foundational pieces that i like to talk about a lot you know, I, I'm, I'm a big inbox zero guy. And, and that doesn't mean that my inbox is always at zero. That means that I, I don't have so much junk in there that I can't, you know, figure things out. Right. Cause when, when I plan ahead and I, I have that kind of prioritization, the stuff that shows up in my email box while I'm on the road, you know, that's, that's what this thing's for. That's what your phone is there to do. It's not, you know most people will get on their phone and try to operate their business from it and you know i'm doing everything on my phone if you're sitting somewhere where there's a computer available to you put the freaking phone down get on a computer use all those tools and get it done but then when you're on the road then i can just get on my phone i can triage right i can take care of the things that need to take care of i kind of make a note and go okay you know i say hey i'm traveling can i get back to you kind of thing and 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 so looking at it in that way, I think is important too. It's it is that preparation that you do to kind of to kind of get there. Like I said, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and behind right now because I packed too much stuff in there. And so now for me, I have to kind of reevaluate. I'm looking and things that are in my email box and stuff like that. The world's not on fire. It's going to be okay. And so you know, I'll I'll have a couple of quick notes to people tonight. Hey. I'm not going to be able to get back to you until, you know, the 1st of May, if that's okay, and that kind of thing. And you assign that thing off to a task, move it out of your inbox, and and now you're able to move forward. So um, it, I think it is really about kind of prioritizing, having a little bit of a plan, you know, working ahead, but but having those clear things in place. Um, for example, Todd does a really good job of this. And, uh, with Fat Dad Wholesale, uh, he's very clear with his customers, Hey get your orders in by such and such time we're leaving by this time you know and he'll even run like a deal hey if you'll get you know you order in the next two days get it in on time we'll make sure it's out before we leave plus you're gonna get five percent off or whatever and and they all know that you know until he comes back on monday that that nothing's gonna happen so you know getting clear but that all takes planning and and getting ahead of all that stuff and i think that's where a lot of times we, we get ourselves in trouble, like the situation where I'm in, where just bit off a little more than I could chew. And that's OK. Right. And now I just got to deal with it and move forward.
2: Well, I'm going to say yeah. that tactic that Todd uses is how we used to sell holidays as well. Nice. Yeah. Get in, get in orders early so that you don't have an extra backlog during times that are high demand. And and using deals to do that, using events to do that also increase sales. So it's a, yeah. it's, it's an awesome tactic.
1: Yeah. You know, Eric, I think part of what you were talking about too about, uh, uh, you know, having some, a lot of things on the burner back home. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's partly too from us kind of getting out of sync on on doing trade shows, doing travel. And, and, you know, you know, what, once you kind of get in the groove of it, then I I was talking to uh, Aaron about uh, having my backpack was always, ready for travel and my backpack is yep. is my little clicker for my uh, <laughs> uh for my presentations and extra batteries yeah. uh, and uh, when i started traveling again i'm like looking at my backpack going okay what what are, what did i used to have in here what what do, what do, what do we need for this next event apparently cables for air yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes but, yeah. but uh, you know uh before covid uh, the, that year before COVID, I flew 87,000 miles for a while. And, and so, but I was always ready to go. I mean, I, you know, I, I had, I had a, uh, a, a uh, you know, the toiletry kit. I had one for check-in bag and I had a, had a separate one for carry-on bag <laughs> and, and they were always prepped and, And there's a little toothpaste, toothpaste, you know, Yeah. I'd have like a a basket of them in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you you can't have more 3.2 ounces, you know, but, uh, but uh, I I think um, it's kind of getting back, you know, kind of getting my mindset, you know, even business cards, you know, you know, you always have your backpack ready to go and, and, uh, or or your sample set, you know, uh, yeah. Before I did uh, some some seminars this year, I was like running around scrounging around going, OK, where are my samples for this? Where are yeah. my samples for that? Because they had you know scattered
2: to the winds yeah. you know,
1: yeah. in, in my house. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 Which, by yeah, the exactly. way, uh, the sample set travels with you as carry on. Don't check your samples if you can help. You know,
1: that was one of the points (laughs) I was thinking about. Absolutely. If you have to have it, and of course, you know, we come at it from the perspective of doing seminars primarily. Totally. Uh, totally. if, If you need it for your seminar, take it on the plane with you. Yeah. you know they yeah. they can they can lose your extra underwear but uh, you you gotta you gotta have those samples
2: <laughs> i 100 you know I mean? at one of the dax shows in minnesota had my entire bag lost and ran to a walmart and replaced my wardrobe for the next day because that's the only thing that was close <laughs> but There's what i had with samples. me all my stuff samples all the stuff for yeah. presentation i was ready to rock don't, don't get me wrong i sure looked funny the next day but uh you I, know I, hey i was, had my I,
1: bag lost Both directions on a trip once. (laughs) (laughs) It got delivered to my hotel right before I went to the airport to go back. And when I got back, it wasn't there again. And they said, Well, can you describe your bag? And I said, Well, here's the slip I turned down on the other going the other direction when you lost it. (laughs) They're like, We lost your bag both ways. Yes, I'm really, really sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a rough day for them um, yeah that's a rough time
0: yeah yeah hey let's let's get Christine's comment here because think yeah, it's a good one, one too and i want to talk about that on, on both sides she says when you're vending at a show you have to keep in mind that your job is doing the show we have a tendency to want to cover everything but for this finite amount of time the show has to take precedence yeah. don't shortchange getting the most from the show by trying to do everything and and i think that's a really good point right we Money's paid to go to these shows. You, you've got expenses from both renting the space to you know having staff there or, or whatever, right? You've got time and money invested in this, so be present in that show. Um, yeah, you know you, you do see a lot of that where people are trying to do a little bit too much to try to keep everything going back at the office and and um, at, while at the same time having having a booth and but I think that can also go the other way for the people that are coming to attend, right? I mean. Get get in there, get have a plan, you know, be present, ask the questions, you know, don't just run through a show grabbing catalogs and samples and throwing it into a cart. You know, show up with what do you want to take out of this? You know, you're coming to spend your time, you, you know, maybe depending on the show, maybe you spent money to be there too. So I, I think I this is a really good point from Christine to understand that we're here at a show in our case right now, we are, right? Um, and you're at a show, it's a finite amount of time. So focus in that time, your business will still be there when you get back on the other side. You, you might feel like it won't, right? You might feel like it's gonna burn down, but yeah. the reality is it's not, it's gonna be fine. And the things that you think you have to take care of on Friday afternoon, they can wait till Monday. Like I said, use your phone, do a little triage, say, hey, I'm gonna get back to you on Monday, I'm away. Send. And if that's not cool with them, probably not your best customer anyhow. So, (laughs) And and, and
1: I love this comment in the fact that, too, you know, we might be at a show for three, four, five days, but our presence in front of a customer is 14 hours, 16 hours, maybe 18 hours. Yeah, Uh, that's it. And and so we as a as a uh, an exhibitor, we can't be. Off in a corner on the phone with a customer,
2: yeah.
1: back you know that 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 really really needs to talk to you right now, and you're you're not present in the booth. So that there's many many thousands of dollars per hour that that booth is costing you. Yep. And, uh, and and I love uh, your comment, Aaron, about uh, if you're attending also when when uh, when I've run large production shops, I would always try to take. Uh, supervisors to a trade show at least one trade show but they didn't go to uh, to party up yeah they did but uh, <laughs> but uh, everybody had an assignment and yeah, and yeah. Uh, here's what i here's what I want for your department I want you to come back and with 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 the catalogs and the information I want you to come back and and talk to all of us as a group about what you learned on this subject. And, and let's take a look at who the exhibitors are. Uh, let's, let's, you know, yellow highlight the ones that are doing what it is that we, I want you to, to, to investigate for us. And they would have their notebook and they would have their, you know, their, their pen and their marker and, and off they would go into the show and, and be making notes and they had a purpose. And you know what, even if you're a, a solo owner, go to that show with a purpose because it's really easy to get, get uh, uh, caught up watching the shiny objects over there. Wow. That machine does that. That's super cool. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> nothing I would ever do, but man, yeah. it sure is fun standing here watching it. Do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's
2: yeah. the same thing. Do for I think you really, you really hit the nail on the head and both of you guys with being present. Um, If you are in a booth to whatever you're doing, if you're selling, hey, if you're selling at a craft show, you're selling at a farmer's market, whatever it is that you are there to do, be 100% there. For the time that you are presenting, showing behind the register at a booth, no matter where it is, where you're supposed to be presenting yourself, you need to project that you care, that you're engaged, that you want to be there and that you're available. You,
1: You mean don't do this? (laughs)
2: now i'm somebody who's on my phone a lot i'm looking at my phone (laughs) if someone even if you are doing that a lot of us reflexively go to our phones to check stuff if anyone is anywhere near your booth and looking in your direction, try your best to look up and put the thing away as best you can. Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times. One of the things I used to do was to work as a relationship manager for Deco Network, which meant I went to all these salespeople and talked to them about how their sales were going, how their region was doing. And I would go to these people who are in the booths to see what was going on at the booth while I was also out there doing my job. And I can't tell you how many times I've been, especially to some regional shows. Where the person who is there to engage with the customers isn't available, or they've literally left the booth empty. Or when I go to talk to them, they're like literally hiding from me. They're hiding from me in corners of the booth when I want to talk to them about what's going on in the show. And I was like, it was very hard to make relationships happen. And let me tell you, it was hard for the people who are trying to buy garments from them or supplies from them or machines from them if that was going on. It's not that common. And the people who are in the business and who know what they're doing aren't going to do that. But it's something to remember. You have to always think about who's in front of you and how they're perceiving you and what you're projecting. Just no matter what you're doing in these shows. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: So when you're talking about that, and and this is just a pet peeve of mine. And I'm <laughs> I, I I have friends that have, that do this. And so I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, but this is a total pet peeve of mine. When when you're you're exhibiting at a show, let's say it's a craft fair, it's a trade show, whatever. And let's say the last day, because we all know the last day of every show at the end, it's probably gonna be slow, right? I mean, it, depending on what, on the size of the show. And when if the show goes until let's say four, let's say five, let's say three, sure, and you're tearing down that booth at two, it drives me nuts. It drives me absolutely nuts. Same here. Um, and and I get it, right? I mean, you look around, there's nobody there. You got to catch a flight. Yeah, all of the excuses and reasons, but the show ends at three. You got to, you know, show ends at four. The show ends at five. Whatever that is, you got to plan for that and and be be available to do that. I, I just think that um, even if there's one person in the hall, I don't think it's fair to that person that people are, are tearing down. So I always try to avoid that and, and I see it a lot. And and I've I've been there too, right? Like, gosh, I, maybe I can catch that earlier flight. I'd love to get home. I haven't seen my family in forever. I, I get all of those things, but um, yeah, we're talking about being present. There's a, there's a way to make sure that people know that you actually care. Yeah. I, I mean, I've looked around and I'm going, I'm the only booth left in this aisle.
2: <laughs> well, I feel like you read my we five all, things.
0: <laughs> we, we,
2: we all
1: have uh, talked to this customer too. Uh, the show ended 30 minutes ago and you are, you're elbows deep in taking uh, up the floor and rolling up the electrical wires. And somebody comes by and says, Hey, I wanted to talk to you about your equipment. Uh, Is is there somebody in the booth here that can talk to me? Yes, you stop what you're doing and talk to them. But you know, the show's over. Yeah, (laughs) we 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 all got places to be.
2: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Now, we've always had we've had people who do the on hanger thing at the end, and it, it is usually fairly innocent. But I will say the early shutdown, I'm with you, Aaron, that drives me crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. the super early yeah. shutdown drives me crazy. And for one reason it's not about because I don't think it's fair to people wanting to come to see the show. Uh, honestly, because when I hang out late for those last people, there is a certain number of people who only like to close at the end of the show. And I have had this customer so many times where they come back to close. They really do the thing where they show up on the first day, look at all your materials and talk to you, think about it for another day, and then come back to close with you toward the end of the show. And there's just a certain class of people who do this. I don't know what motivates them to literally come in the last 30 minutes, but you miss those closers if you head out. And there's also people who just literally don't make it to the last minute, especially because some shows run. They often run where we have the last day as a weekend day. Somebody couldn't get away. They're, running a second business they're running that third bedroom business and they're going to come see you at the end of the show or when they can get off of work or on their weekend day if you close early leave a day early shut down an hour early you you don't know who you're missing i think when we had that time bricked out we should make sure someone is in that booth listening throughout the show
1: yeah i i i do recall when aaron and i both worked at u.s screen and and uh you know tearing down the booth, and a guy came running up to the booth, carpets all up. I mean, everything's gone. And he whips out a roll of hundred dollar bills, he had my entire attention. It was like Grandpa. <laughs> I, like,
0: I think uh, we can wait. Uh, to do that. <laughs> yeah, all right. A couple comments here Christine says, uh, I'm with you on tearing down early, Aaron. And speaking as someone who now, as a showrunner, nothing makes me matter. You committed to the entire show run so stay until the end yeah. and then tanya good point here it kills the vibe and people who maybe, and people who may be coming in and they may turn and leave absolutely uh, not um, fair to your
2: fellow presenters then not fair to your yeah. fellow vendors
0: yeah yeah and then chris yeah and that's i i do think that is the other side of it right i mean yes maybe your fellow uh exhibitors there maybe a, a competitor or something like that but Gosh darn it, we've done this for so long. Uh, Some of my best friends in the industry are people that we do these shows with all the time. And I wanna make sure.
2: Looks like you guys have frozen yet again. Hopefully you come back in. (laughs) All right guys, so yeah. We want to make sure that our other friends who are vendors in the industry are still doing well and doing what they need to do. I'm going to go ahead and drop these guys out since they froze again. But yeah, I absolutely agree with Aaron and Terry on that. And honestly, the Tanya, I really love that that concept. You know, It does kill the vibe when we break down early when things look like they're shut down before they really are. That is one of those things that can absolutely happen. Uh so really it, it's something that you have to watch out for. And <laughs> Christine says, Oh, I hate those kinds of cutters so much. We had a lady one time parked herself in a booth on a chair. After the show is done, we're tearing around down around her. Yeah, no, that happens. And sometimes we have those late on hangers. Um, like I said, I think most of the time it's a friendly thing that they're doing, and it's not necessarily intentional for people to hang out late. And I'll say this too: as a presenter, somebody who's teaching, I never mind anybody hanging out late i will admit to them when i cannot hang out and do q a forever but as you may know if you've come to any of my classes i will hang out in the room and teach as long as i can to give the value that i'm giving as long as I can until they kick me out. Now, certainly the one thing that's hard about that that can be discourteous is if you have somebody following you as a presenter. So if you're ever doing that, like I know sometimes uh, I've done this also as a vendor where I've showed up and done like a table show where someone's coming after me or we're doing a presentation, someone's coming after me. Then you do wanna leave on time. Then you wanna break down on time because you have somebody else coming in after you. And I'll admit that I hang out and I have to watch out for that. But other than that, yeah, set up, shut down when it's appropriate, and I think it makes sense for everybody and gives everybody a chance to get what they need out of the time. Now, hopefully you guys are back again this Let's time. Let's try this again. One try <laughs> try more time. <laughs> <laughs> they left oh, the show man. early, says, so yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, look at that. Is really is really fellow
0: <laughs> presenters. Is our point been proven? Are we good? Are you guys all got our, our point there? See, how, See how rude that was to poor Eric?
2: I know. It, they just needed to be it, present. It made it look like the place was shut down since I'm in my poorly lit room here by myself.
1: And they do, and they do <laughs> it as loudly as they possibly can. I mean, you just hear Velco ripping <laughs> and tape and, you know, a tub being thrown on the floor.
2: I mean, sometimes there is just no avoiding it. I understand when those things happen. I did have an emergency teardown one time where we had people who had to travel and I could not tear the thing down by myself. And I was like, all right, I have to take down as much as I can because I'm not going to be able to carry the rest of it out if it's just me. But at the same time, really, if you have a chance, I mean, outside of emergencies, preparing for the whole the whole time of the show or honestly, whatever you're presenting for, whatever you're selling, it's always a good idea.
1: Yeah. We were just having a conversation a couple of days ago about the Indianapolis uh, uh, Graphics Pro Expo. And I said, mm-hmm. hey, guys, there's a 630 flight out of Indy that we could catch. Well, three of the four of us, because you have to have one person stay just in case your crates aren't back yet. It,
2: yeah. And
1: our new sales rep of about five months said, really? <laughs> 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 I didn't say it had to be you. I, I just said it's not gonna be me. <laughs> uh, I've I've done my time in the trenches on uh, on booth teardown uh, and hanging out an extra yep, day.
0: Yeah. But we used to do that. You and I would would stay an extra night, actually. Yeah. yeah. And a bunch of people would get out and Terry and I would tear down the whole booth. Those were the slowest teardowns ever, but we always went and got dinner, had a couple beers. You <laughs> don't have to leave until tomorrow sometimes. <laughs> so
1: we had a big big metal framework over the entire top of the booth and we had to beg and prod other people tearing down their boots that because it took four people to take it down yeah, there, there were two yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> so we'd
0: get some parts of it down we may have broken a couple things too just like screw it push <laughs> it over we'll get it
2: <laughs> well, that's by ourselves, we're <laughs> i think like aaron said though we do kind of develop these partnerships you become a kind of a road family to a degree when you do stuff with people long enough you actually do kind of develop that but that's Absolutely. that's part of it, and I think honestly, as even as a vendor in a trade show or in a craft show or anything else you're doing, or when you're selling other places, I think that there's more of that than you think. People do want you to do well, and not everybody's yeah. a direct competitor. And quite frankly, building those relationships with people that you're presenting with or selling with is valuable. I think we should yeah. all remember that we all we're all trying to help, and yeah. if you're trying to help, you'll find people who are wanting to help you too. Yeah, hey,
1: I have a, I have a. a, a story to compare with Aaron's I forgot some cables um, if you get a brand new phone two days before you go to a show make sure you go in and put all the passwords in for all the different apps you have for instance the American airline app when you walk into the airport you're going oh, crap what, what, what's my what's my number <laughs> I was sitting out in front of security today on my computer, looking up my American Airlines number so I could get my boarding pass. Oh man, you're like that guy that hasn't flown in four years and like, what am
0: I supposed to do? Hold up the line.
1: I, I literally had somebody in front of me in line going through security she's digging in her backpack and she turns to me and she goes, I am really sorry. This is the first time I've been on a plane since COVID and I don't even know how to fly anymore. Wow.
2: I am Uh, way too socially anxious to do that. I am prepared. I know where I (laughs) am always. I've got to look like I know what I'm doing. That's right. right. I may not know, but I'm going to look like I know.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh, I, I pride myself on like being the fastest one through the security line. Because I'm, I'm ready, man. I, I make sure make, that I wear shoes that slip on and off. You know, I don't yeah. have anything in my pockets. Everything's already in my bag. My bag, it, I don't have to take my laptop out. I just zip it open.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go. So, TSA, um, and if you, you travel enough, pre-check. <laughs> yeah. Pre-check. If yeah. you travel pre-check, enough, it's yeah. the DSA pre-check. I don't it is for that anymore. <laughs> one, yeah. uh, I got it, it a while back, lies, and I'm
1: glad I, I got it. I travel as much as you did. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's move on. We got a couple other areas that we want to cover and we're, yeah, we don't go too far into bonus time. I mean, you know, we will, but um, all right. Well, let's talk about staying on track with good habits. Right. And you, mm. you if you're in a place where you're trying to, you know, I I'm having a beer right now. I don't have a whole lot of beers at home, you know, so it, it may be Terry's fault. I don't know, but um <laughs> just kidding. But, you know, things like exercising, eating and, and things like that. What what are some thoughts ideas you know we're we're not we're not the young bucks that we used to be so we, we have to be a little smarter about this stuff well you know if you're attending a show obviously you can take a lunch break but
1: not a lot of options usually so i i always tell people that are working with me you know make sure that let's make sure we go and have a really good breakfast um make sure that we have water in the booth and that you know we just did a show in atlantic city and, and uh our our guys who pack up the booth stuff they haven't done it for a while either and i reminded like three different people hey would you make sure you put a couple of cases of water in the crates and they're like oh yeah i kind of forgot about that because yeah. you know it's not a piece of equipment so you kind of forget but uh just having water in your booth yeah. uh rarely you know, if, if it's a halfway decent show, rarely are you are going to get out of your booth to have lunch. Yeah. yeah. So a yeah. uh, water, maybe some, you know, some snacks in the booth, something other than those little uh, candy bars. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that people are giving away. not a
1: convention till you buy have an $8 hot dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't stress enough that hydration is important since I mess this one up all the time. And by the way, if you are an inveterate coffee drinker like I am, Make sure you take your normal dose of caffeine each day, or you will be sidelined with a massive headache. Uh, <laughs> even if you're busy, stop and have that coffee. I know it sounds like a luxury, but it's no longer a luxury when you're an addict. You actually <laughs> have to have that caffeine daily to not get sidelined. With a, and a little
1: shout-out to uh, to Scott and Margie that run the, the DAX show. Uh, yes, they are yes. the only show that I know of that provides lunch for all the vendors. Absolutely and- and breakfast. Right. And 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 if you didn't come by and pick up your lunch, sometimes they'll come by and say, we will check. Hey, you. you want me to bring up a couple of sandwiches? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, they take awesome. really, really good care of us. Yeah.
2: Also, if you come to the early, and this is the thing I tell people also, if you come to the early classes, the long classes like the one I did today, there were snacks. I did not get any of these because I I don't mess around. It is all business when I'm presenting. There is no eating and crumbs and, and drinking my coffees before <laughs> no, I, man, I get out there. I do <laughs> not. I do not. Hey, there but there were cinnamon rolls. <laughs> they, they were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had one before I started. It was great. No, but th- that is, it is there and it's available. The other thing I'll tell you is when people give you a break, go get water always. It is absolutely yeah. the truth. You do, you will not remember until you feel horrible. You're like, man, why do I feel tired? tired and headachy and dry and hot and awful you're yeah. dehydrated yeah. My, my wife also she's in medicine and she tells me this all the time i'm like man i just feel terrible i don't know why maybe i'm tired maybe i'm like how long has it been since you drank anything eric okay yeah. i'm dehydrated again yeah absolutely make sure you're hydrated well
1: because sure. when i'm at home I, I i literally on my junior yellow legal pad uh i will tick off how many glasses of water i have a day because Six of well, the big three want with, would I send them for that now, they have an app, yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I do too. It's called my junior <laughs> <laughs> yellow. You know, right
2: right. We just need to print you a shirt that has like a sketch of you on a legal pad. I think that is <laughs> that's that's coming now. It just needs to happen. Sounds like an awesome idea. <laughs> I or but honestly, it's, it's, yeah, we just need to sell legal pads. That's it, like we just yeah. sell yeah. the pads with your face on them that's what we need (laughs) terry's own this
0: this whole concept of the water thing now i think is really important i think that's a great point you guys are making there um you're staying hydrated your your routine is going to be off and and hydration will definitely help that a lot um you know the other part is give yourself a little bit of of space and grace right and so as i mentioned i i don't drink a whole lot when i'm at home anymore just you know that's where i'm at in my life right now and i'm trying to, to do some things with my health but i'm coming here i get to hang out with my good friends yeah i'm gonna have a beer and, and i'm gonna be okay with that and realize okay i, I gotta account for that understand that you know i probably got to get a little extra sleep and drink a little extra water um but i think i think what sometimes happens for people at least this is something that happened for me is i always felt like okay i'm really working hard to make these good habits at home and then i'm going off to the show and i've got to like oh i've got to figure out i'm going to you know be hardcore about it and i'm going to stick to it i think the better plan is give yourself a little grace and, and allow that stuff to happen and just just start make those decisions towards towards the good right you know so years past we would come to the show and and you know we'd get after it occasionally (laughs) but you know we've kind of toned that down a little bit but we're still going to enjoy and have some fun you know we plan on going tomorrow night over to buffalo wild wings with some other folks and um and that's going to be okay and and i I don't feel like i'm getting completely sidetracked just because i'm having a beer with terry tonight i might have a couple chicken wings tomorrow night you know that kind of thing so um give yourself some grace but then make as best decisions as you can throughout that you know maybe get up early go go for a little exercise jog you know whatever i've got a few extra calories i got to take care of tonight so <laughs> any other thoughts on that guys
2: i mean i'm going to say this i'm far from it i'm just starting back on the on a road to try and take care of some of this stuff but what i think is a interesting overarching thing we discussed about this if we talk about all the things we just kind of brought in about taking care of yourself giving yourself some space the way scott and margie take care of us when we are out here and they make sure that we have something to eat when we're not getting out of the booth the way that terry made sure there was water for his people in the booth when they were setting up yeah the the thing we should think about in all of this is we are here to have this communal experience with people and develop relationships Take care of yourself, take care of the people who are in your care, and that is the people who are coming to your booth, to your classes, that you're selling to. Take care of them, take care of yourself, take care of your staff. It's worth thinking about if we're having a bad time, if it's all grind, if it's all terrible and everyone feels horrible, the performance will be bad and nobody will build those relationships. So take a little time to take care of everyone, and it really goes a long way.
1: Um, just, I was just going to say another thing that kind of takes you off your schedule is yeah. uh, a lot of us are, are friends and the only time we see each other is at, <laughs> is at trade shows. It's and crazy. so in fact, uh, you know, our, our good friend Hawkeye from brother, uh, he actually lives in Chicago and he's going to be at the show and he's coming over here to the hotel, uh, after this, and we're going to have a couple of beers and, and catch up and, and, it, probably even more important now because there's so many fewer shows that we get to see everybody. And I mean, and I've said it before, you know, we're, we're, we're like carnies, you know, we just go town to town and, and, and we're competing with this person this person this person during the day. And at night we're out having chicken wings and beers and, uh, and talking about, Hey, remember that, that show 10 years ago where this happened. You know? yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> no, no, that was a good point, Terry, for sure. So Christine shares uh, we always had a cooler of water and Gatorade or sports drinks in our booth Um, saved our lives a few times. It's easy when you're talking so much and standing so long, to get dehydrated and tired and cranky booth personnel is not good. That's like 100%. 100%. I like this. And and I think Kyleen will uh, approve as a yoga instructor. Uh, When I work shows, I always make sure that I do some yoga in the morning before the show, standing all day can kill your muscles. Some stretching helps with that a lot. I, I think that's a good point um we've uh ha- recently had the the floor tiles in our booth and i'm like man this feels good because i remember the the good old days when we would you all you know terry and i were doing 30 40 shows a year a at lot. least yeah and mm. um yeah they never sprang for the cushion under the carpet so we were standing <laughs> in <laughs> the
2: in
1: uh, dressing man.
0: all day <laughs> it was brutal yeah back, back <laughs> when people really.
1: Dressed up for shows, yeah, it?
2: yeah. Now, luckily, <laughs> these days you can get away with dressing like I often do, uh, but yeah, good shoes. I know yeah. everybody says it and it's a cliche, and they'll make fun of you for good shoes. I do not care. Good, shoes. I, I, I also have like good shoes. Trade out my
1: shoes every day, yeah, that's, good, so, that's good. But and, and I do, well, if you replace the word yoga with bacon. <laughs> That's what I do. every morning
2: <laughs> no I know uh, the continental breakfast it is hard to make yeah, yourself yeah, miss yeah, sometimes yeah. Uh, and, and here's the dumb guilty pleasure I have that I have not engaged in but I'm desperately trying not to is that stupid waffle maker I know I don't need that waffle but there is something about that fresh cooked up waffle at those at the hotel Damn, that, that drives me nuts I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I, I feel bad it. about it but the uh, darn waffle maker gets it they, one and they, like they have the little the one where it turns over and, yes. and it's got like
0: a little logo in it or something
2: like that. It's the best. Oh, no. I, I have pictures, which embarrasses me. I tend to think of myself as someone who has better taste than this. And I have pictures of a Texas shaped <laughs> waffle from a trip. And I realized oh, yeah. that I took those pictures willingly. And, yep, uh, yep. unfortunately it is just the truth most of us are still travelers and, and tourists in our heart so think <laughs> Chris, about that even people who do this stuff all the time <laughs> yeah yeah well high five on the waffle first off, i'm sorry, sorry waffle right. machine um, <laughs> sorry. and then christine says uh
0: bacon is not yoga terry although bacon is good i have to admit and i usually indulge in bacon and shows too so uh, we've made the transition yoga. somehow all right. Hey, we're gonna. We're, in fact, we're actually in bonus time right now. We are. But because you know, Terry and I dropped off a couple times, and um, <laughs> so let's let's hit one more quick point here, and then you've got a five things for us. And actually, Eric, I did not read your five things in advance until now, so I apologize. I definitely stole a little thunder, but I think oh, you no problem.
2: Um, <laughs> I can do them quickly. Well, I can pretend that I'll do them quickly. Yeah. And yes, all right. Well, fast. let's let's hit
0: this last point though before we get to the five things. Let's do um, it. So just like let's do it like a uh, what call a lightning round. Right. Okay. Everybody share one <laughs> right. thing that is a hack gear or must have in your bag. And I get to go last. Okay. <laughs> Terry, do so, you want to go first? I'll go first.
1: Uh, whether you're exhibiting or attending, bring a pen. How many times have we all heard? I need to write that down. A customer. Do you have a pen? Really? You didn't. You didn't bring a pen. You really didn't bring a pen.
0: Yeah. And so <laughs> FYI, if you are at the DAX show here and you do need a pen, come by booth 212 and you can get your very own OSG pen. I took it out of my pocket, but it's around here somewhere. Um, <laughs> so he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's over here somewhere. All right. Eric, you're up like, Oh, there's the pen.
2: All right, so this is going to be, I'm going to say this is a hack. And I know this isn't isn't really a hack, but it's just something that I do as a good piece of practice. We were talking about making sure that you carry on anything that you absolutely need. My other thing is, you absolutely need something to be there for your presentation, your show, whatever it is. Literally, physically put your hands on it in the bag before you leave for the airport. When you're getting ready to go, I literally touch my laptop, the laptop's power supply and cables, my presenter my batteries i touch each one of these items once before i take off because i know for sure that the minimum amount of things i need to present if i have nothing else if i show up in the clothes that i rolled in on from the plane and have to plug in and present i can and i'll be honest with you back in the day now i haven't done this as much and i'm going to cross my fingers so that i don't get burned by saying this out loud i feel like the gods will come and strike me (laughs) down for this one i used to carry a chromebook and a laptop so i could present even if one of them died um i have not done that as much now but i do it i i do consider that something that's useful to do but literally before i leave anything i absolutely need it's just the same thing as guys all know this thing where you do the wallet and keys before you head out of the door you know you're about to go off for a night of whatever you're doing and you touch your wallet you touch your keys and you're like yep i'm good to go i can go out the door and i can get back into my house <laughs> same thing yeah. with your when you're packing certainly lists and checking off helps but for me that last thing is before i go out the door touch the laptop, touch the power supply. I know it's in there. Zip up, throw the backpack on, and I'm good to go. Nice, nice.
1: I'm gonna interrupt the lightning and say, remember when my bag got lost both directions? I had a presentation the next morning. It opened with, I know what you're thinking. That guy looks like he slept in those clothes. You'd be right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: right. That's
2: a good hack, right. Okay, it. all right, all right. Lightning round
0: for me. Um, yes. I think the thing for me, I I went through a whole bunch of different things because I was going to go with business cards as my first one. But Terry did the pen and I think those are closely related So pen and business cards. So, all right, you need to bring an extra battery for your phone. You will be on your phone more so than you normally are when you're at home. You don't have a, a charger to plug it in. Um, another thing that Dax always does is give their vendors these cool things. And my favorite battery charger is my Dax battery charger. It's in my backpack and, uh, it's really awesome. So that's my tip hack. Have, have an extra battery for your phone, uh, whatever devices you have, because there's a chance that you're at the show, you're using it, you're taking pictures, you're, you're looking things up, whatever. And then instead of going back to the room right away, you get an opportunity to go have a drink with Terry. And now you know your phones that you know, always ends
2: well, yeah, always, always 100%. Work. Never never badly, never about bad it. No regrets, um,
0: so, yeah. all right. So, there's our lightning round. Uh, what right. if, I want to, Well, Eric's gonna get into five things here, but while we're doing that, those of you that are uh, they're tuning in here, Cindy says, Wait, I'm not finished sewing yet, I need more entertainment. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> and thank uh, you for calling it entertainment, yes, yeah, <laughs> so
2: um,
0: so you guys what is your number one tip or hack while you're traveling
2: everybody yes anyone in the comments require, please.
0: Uh, action here tonight
2: so so all right
0: go oh so. all right, <laughs> eric for you yes. five things please sir whenever right.
2: you are ready let's go ahead and get into five things all right folks so let's talk about my five things in this case it is prepping for presentations in booths so anytime that you're going to be out either presenting or selling or vending whatever you're doing when you are presenting these are my five things first one is show up early i found out this one this morning for sure because when we showed up it turned out that uh DAX had a dead HDMI cable. If I did not have the extra 15, 20, 30 minutes to make sure that we could get that dealt with, no no slides were going to happen. Show up early and do your setup so that anything that's unexpected can get dealt with. Uh, Next thing, we already talked about this, but worth stressing again, commit to the entire event. Even if you're an attendee, commit to the entire event. It doesn't mean that once you're done, you can't leave, but commit to being there for the time that you're there and being present. So commit to the entire event, don't break down early. You never know when you're gonna have that last minute closer. Uh, The next one, if you're feeling uncomfortable, whether you're behind a cash register or behind a lectern, prepare, practice, and project. What do I mean by this? Prepare your stuff, that's gonna make you feel better about being able to present if you know what you're talking about. Practice it out loud. And yes, I mean, practice it out loud. If you're doing a presentation, even if this is your elevator speech, practice it to yourself in your full voice. It will make you more confident and project. Make sure that you're giving people the attitude you want back from them, be approachable, be present and be there for them. Also, if it's critical, bring a backup. You absolutely need something to be there. You need cables, you need chargers, have more than one. Uh, Especially things like chargers for your phone, power supplies, things that you absolutely need to have to be around, bring them back up if you can, if you can manage it. And last but not least, keep your audience in mind. Remember that you are not your audience. Your audience are the people who are coming to you. If you take care of them, if you try to help them, if you steer your content or your supplies, or the apparel that you're vending toward their needs and what they want most they're going to feed back into you and as part of this i'm going to say that your audience is not your enemy they are your friends they want you to do well and they want you to be successful so keep them in mind help them and they're going to help you and that is my five things yes awesome. Ryan, yeah,
1: sure. can, can i tell you two quick uh what you, you know, I, no, no. I was just going to tell you two quick things uh, yes. about presenters that, sure. that uh, I've always remembered. Uh, one is walking towards the show and having Dane Clement from Great mm-hmm. Dane Graphics run by me and turn back and say, my seminar started 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I <love that>. uh, <laughs> then, it can't
2: uh, happen. It can't happen.
1: James Ortolani, you guys know James Ortolani, and uh, yep. he, he told me, he went into the restroom just to wash his hands before a seminar. He turned the water on and it sprayed the entire front of his pants. Oh, <laughs>
2: he, mortified.
1: For the five minutes before the seminar started, he's standing in front of one of those hand blowers. <laughs> so, wow.
0: Yeah, crazy stuff, oh, yeah. oh, stuff. All right. Wow, now you're like, you filled me with
2: fear, my friend. I don't want to think about that happening to me now.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, what I was going to share, Eric, when when you've said this a couple times tonight, or at least you've asked me a couple times tonight, when you absolutely have to have something, all I can think of is that old FedEx commercial. When you absolutely have to have it overnight, (laughs) FedEx, right? Okay. All right. So, that was all I had to share. it's
2: true i mean i think it's just something to remember now i you're not going to bring a backup for everything like i said i have stopped bringing two laptops everywhere but certainly <laughs> there is a point to having a backup when
1: you can yeah, I, I in fact have two laptops on my backpack right now uh but
2: uh <laughs> got me beat folks
1: I, and my presentations on a on a uh, jump
2: drive oh i have to say this 100 i am somebody who uses google slides i build my stuff online when I present, I present a PDF version of my slides that are local on my drive. Don't trust the internet to carry in your presentation it, for you.
1: I, I know we're in bonus time, but uh, when you Absolutely. talk about practice your presentation, I, I, I think new presenters don't understand that. And not only practice it like, you I mean, stand up, do yeah. your slides, do the whole thing, but time it.
2: Yeah, time because, it.
1: you know... Uh, yeah, y- y- new presenters sometimes thirty minutes in, they're on slide number last. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I mean I had. I'll admit today I was over, and I was over. I would say significantly. I was fifteen minutes or more over today. It was more than I wanted to be. I will be honest. I had timed it and come out right. The thing you should worry about if you're someone like me, if you talk a lot when you get excited or passionate about something, leave a little extra time. Go ahead and leave a little time because you can always do Q and A, but you can't always take back the fact that you're you still have like thirty slides left that they're looking at the handout yeah. for, and you yeah. haven't touched those yet. And that is I, I from me having missed in Dax Kansas
1: City, so that's yep. really the time to beat.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I my, I was only about fifteen today, which is not too <laughs> terrible. But let me tell you when the, the because everybody likes to hang out and do Q and A after, we certainly were there a while after the time I was <laughs> yeah. supposed to be finished. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so a couple of other must-haves, uh, hacks here, or things that you should take with you when you're a road warrior. Jerry's got extra reading glasses. Oh
2: yeah, and I, believe me, extra pairs of contacts and my glasses. If I had to whip out a dead contact and put the glasses on during the presentation, I would. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All go. on hand. Yep. And then Cindy says you forgot candy. So there we go. I mean, a energy. <laughs> it's a given, right? Somebody in one of those booths has a bowl of candy. If you're already out there, right. you'll be able to find sugar for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's
0: wrap it up here, guys. Uh, Terry, what's uh, coming up for you here?
1: Tomorrow here uh, in Tenley Park uh, at 1020, I'll be doing specialty inks and how to use them properly for screen printing. Uh, that's the one that went 20 minutes over, by the way. Uh, And at 1230, why is getting started in DTG Printing so confusing? Uh, I'm going to be back here in Chicago May 21st and 22nd doing my complete screen printing business class at Atlas Screen Supply. We're probably coming up on our 13th, 14th year of doing that class there. Uh, The same class at Workhorse Products in Phoenix is June 11th and 12th. All my upcoming screen printing class dates are on my website and all my upcoming events, you can find there at terrycombs.com.
0: How about you, Eric? Well, um, Eric and I haven't actually talked about it yet, so we'll see what's going to (laughs) happen with the half tomorrow. There could or could not be a half. Yeah. (laughs) Let's throw it out
2: there. I'm looking at it. I'm not, I'm not promising. I will be there for the half. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not promising. I'll be there for the half.
0: It's, it's scheduled. It's up. We'll see how it goes. It may be a very short half. It may be like a quarter of a half that I do (laughs) from the show floor. We'll see um yeah. so we've got that uh potentially but then that'll be back next the next week after yeah, that sure. and sure. let's see what else is on the old schedule here um yeah so here at dax i've got my half day workshop tomorrow at twelve thirty into cyberspace your new online customer center talking about creating content talking about doing things like we're doing here things like we do with the half how do you Get your customers to know, like, and trust you in today's world when we don't do as much face-to-face as we used to. Right. It's great that we're back here and able to do that. But I think we can do a lot of things like what we're doing here that will help people. So I'm going to give you guys a full rundown of how we do it, how to build the story, the whole whole parts and piece, even help people overcome fear, because I know a lot of that that holds people back is they just for some reason hate to go live like this, right? I don't know. I don't we, get it. We, we got over <laughs> it pretty quick. So uh, people anyway. fear, fear, uh, public speaking more than that. Yep. That's true. So some people, and, and I, I bet you new s- surveys would find that going live on video is probably right up there with public speaking for people. So um, we'll talk, talk about that Saturday. Saturday, three pricing strategies to avoid and what to do instead. So looking forward to sharing that and then I'll be home for a couple days and back into the, uh, we, we call our car the White Stallion. It's a uh, Hyundai Palisade. <laughs> and we'll yeah. load back up and drive over to Chattanooga, Tennessee for the everything embroidery market. And uh, actually participating. I'll be participating in four and supporting a fifth seminar there. So plenty of opportunities to see myself. Kylene's presenting one. My wife and I are doing one together. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, sharing a lot of good business knowledge there at everythingembroiderymarket.com.
2: So Eric, what about you, sir? Well, as per the usual, I tend to go on hiatus for the take-up during the, the show time. So tomorrow's take-up will not be happening. It is directly during the show that I have, essentially the uh, seminar that I have for the DAX show. So if you want to see me during my usual time for the take-up, unfortunately, you're going to have to be in Illinois to do it. Uh, but we will be back with other stuff from the take-up soon. What I'll often do is an impromptu live session wrap-up of the shows on the weekend, usually on Sundays. If that's happening, the way you find that out is to be on ericcampbell.com. Check out the YouTube, subscribe to it, and get your notifications. So if you're subscribed, you will find out about any of those impromptu video sessions. Otherwise, tomorrow you're going to find me at... the DAX show here in Tinley Park, Illinois. And I'll be doing one class left at Chicagoland from uh, 220 to 340. And that is design editing and alterations, where I'm going to talk all about how to make the best and fix things that are going on with your embroidery design. So that's going to happen tomorrow afternoon. And uh, once that's done, the next thing I'm going to tell everybody to look for, I would just keep a watch on aircapital.com and keep a watch over at impressionsexpo.com because uh, we are about to announce that I'm coming back out to do the patch class again that I did earlier in January. I'll be doing that at the end of the kind of season in the fall and we'll be doing that at fort worth so if you're at impressions expo fort worth you can come sign up and see me for an extended workshop for the patch class details are still getting worked out for that one but that should be happening you should be finding out more about that soon now i'm going to admit unfortunately it looks like we have also lost our friends terry and Aaron again i'll keep on for just a minute and see if they're going to show back up if they don't we'll have to close out here but uh what we are going to see is more of the stuff from them coming up we are going to have shows coming up it was good that we got to do the live show today i know aaron's got small business saturday coming up and like i said i'll probably jump on to do an impromptu fill in for the dax shows and if nothing else you'll catch me on the take up next week ericcampbell.com and i will talk all about the dax show and the things that i saw here and also the things we saw in the educational sphere But uh, with that, folks, honestly, it looks like I'm probably not going to get back uh, Aaron and Terry in any kind of good time. And if that's going to happen, I'll go ahead and shut down for the rest of you guys. It's good to have our bonus time, but it's also good to uh, get ourselves back to what we need to do while the show is on. So as as I said with anything else in the show, you have to prepare for the unexpected when you are going live and when you are going to be on the road. But the great thing is that, uh, like I said about our audiences earlier, I know you guys are rooting for us and that you want us to do well, and you will help us and be with us here as we are rolling with the punches. So uh, with that, folks, uh, we did have Aaron Montgomery. We did have Terry Combs. So go check them out. OSG.com. Go check out terrycombs.com, And I am Eric Campbell at ericcampbell.com. And I think we've had a good time with, the, with this kind of space, talking about Dax. It was awesome. Next week, what we're going to have is one of our quarterly women in garment decorating shows. And we will announce more people as that gets firmed up. But that is going to happen next week on Friday. But until then, uh, like I said, we've been the two other guys and I've been the one irregular guy. And uh, we are happy to have you guys in. And with that, let's go ahead and uh, close out the show. I think, honestly, I can't be glad enough that we have you guys here to be with us and enjoy this kind of culture as we get to be face-to-face again. So with that, folks, we're out. Here we go. We're out. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com.